When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning, Rod Squad. Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the big game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one, Clark? The Lakers and Spurs? Snoop Dogg and I went, Bob. How about that? Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds. But we were in the arena at the same time. We were, I was there with him. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes. Thank you, Rick Regan. Glad to have you on the team heading into this 2024 year. A year of evolution, prosperity, and abundance. The year of the dragon, if you're into that. And I certainly am. Down here in South Florida, Moose joins us from Toronto. The show's being directed out of IKS Regina. I like Anchored on television. How do you say it? Yeah, produced from Game Plus in Tirana. We're on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE. And settle on up, everybody. Make yourselves at home. Brian is watching on uh, YouTube, the stream, Darren. He writes in from Edmonton. Uh, Hang on, hang on. Where did it go? He goes, good morning. I'd better replay hour one. (laughs) Yes, you should. Um, We're going to look ahead to tonight's 13 NHL games. There's no Monday night football. If it, there was no, and it's Tuesday anyway, so it doesn't matter. But there was no NFL Monday night football to talk about today because they played that on Saturday night. That was Aikman and uh, Buck called that game that they're still talking about the officiating. And I, listen, did we ever come up with, I meant to mention this in the morning meeting. What episode number is this? How many did we count last week? We had the World Junior Show and some replays. Do we have a number today? Clark, do you have one? So I can write it on my board here? He doesn't have it. Clark doesn't have it. Do you, Moose? My guess, my suggestion, and I think what we've done in the past, is those are best of co- compilation shows. I don't know if we count those as, yeah. as original new programming. You know? Okay. But the World Juniors preview does? Yes, one. Yes. Okay, which reminds me, by the way, we're live. Canada's out. They're going home from the World Juniors, losing in a quarterfinal today, 3-2. I'll be honest, watching the World Juniors this year hurt me a little bit because I wanted to be there. Had a lot of friends there. uh, By name, Bryn Griffiths, Marty Forbes, Paul Almeida. Did you follow any of them? I'm sure you did. They're just having a big old time up there in Sweden. Eventually, we'll go. 
Serena's checking flight patterns and tour companies. She wants to go overseas sometime to watch. The, I don't care to leave here, like, ever. <laughs> but I'll go to Canada for the World Juniors. I'll go to Canada because that's where it's hot. And as they say, there's always an upset on this quarterfinal day, which is today, four playoff games back to back to back. And there were two already. Canada losing to Cheshire 3-2. Finland beating Slovakia 4-3 to move on to the semis. The USA game, I'm sure, is over. It's just taking a minute to load. Yeah, uh, USA is leading 6-1 in the third. So there's always one upset. Today there were two already. And it was two World Juniors ago at Edmonton. We were there live broadcasting from the arena. And while this show was on the air, it was the first of those four quarterfinal playoff games. It was so great. I'll never forget the T the... The TV partner tried to shut us down because we were on the air while the first game was on. And Hockey Canada said, no, Rod's our guy. He's doing the show. And uh, they settled it by saying, can you just put a backdrop up behind him so that he doesn't show the ice? We're like, okay, good. Couldn't get to Halifax last year for whatever reason. I can't remember why. Um, but anyways, he's coming to Ottawa and I plan to be there. Um, Colin in Ottawa, who you met at Grey Cup, Darren, he writes in and he says, come to Ottawa, Roddy. The World Juniors will be rocking next year here next. Of course, everything's rocking in Ottawa. And last, with regards to hockey, in last hour, A.J. Jakubik joined us to talk about the uh, PWHL women's game tonight, all the wonderful hockey things that are going on in Ottawa. But we're not talking anymore about the Rose Bowl. Darren's team won, but he just started cheering for them last year. So I'm not even going to give you the opportunity to gloat that you guys, Michigan, beat us in the Rose Bowl yesterday. It was painful. It was. And then my Texas Longhorns, they became my team when Steve Sarkeesian started cheering for them. They lost too. So we're going to move on to hockey. The Toronto Maple Leafs waived underperforming goaltender Ilya Samsonov, and the Buffalo Sabres ended their three-goalie rotation by waving Eric Comrie on the weekend. Samsonov's 862 save percentage and 394 goals against average are each the second worst among goalies with at least 10 appearances. In his most recent action, he allowed six goals on 21 shots Friday in a 6-5 overtime loss to Columbus. Uh, I was watching the game here, or following the game uh, with a friend, you know who it was, Darren, uh, here at the Panthers game Friday when they were playing the Rangers. Seems like a month ago now. So much has happened since. But he's like, oh, the least, that was the night they lost in Columbus, and they're getting, getting blown up again. And they're at the Kings tonight, the Leafs. They're still in a playoff spot, narrowly. But you've been back in Toronto, back from Christmas holidays long enough now. Tell me, what's the vibe? What's the word? What are you thinking about the buds here as we approach the halfway mark? Yeah, need to clean a few things up. And, and goaltending is obviously one, finding some consistency between the pipes. You know, Martin Jones is now getting more action. Um, you know, Joseph Walls dealt with injuries. Samson hasn't played well and now is waived. Um, not sure what the future holds in that regard. If the Leafs are going to be players in the trade market to try and upgrade the goaltending spot, the one name that's come out over the last little bit has been Gibson and Anaheim. John Gibson as a potential mm -hmm. trade target for Anaheim, looking to bolster you know, their young prospect pool as they look to build for the future. Um, that could be a play. So something we're watching in Toronto, but finding some consistency 
continues to be the name of the game. Um, Austin Matthews keeps scoring, which is good, but yeah, I got to find some consistency defensively, keeping pucks out of the net. Thank you for the analysis. And now as I take it to the streets, to the audience, Dan in Winnipeg writes in, he says, do you think Canada can still win the gold? No, no soup for Canada. That's what we love about the world juniors because it's unforgiving. You can lose, it's a little like college football. You can lose maybe, maybe one game. And that's in the round robin. You can't lose two, really. And in the playoffs, you're done if you lose. And that's what happened in Canada today. They're done. They're coming home without a medal. It sucks. I appreciate the question. There's your answer. Uh, okay, I'll allow, I'll, I'll allow it. Just one on the merger of the United States Football League and the XFL. John Ohm, our good friend John Ohm, who was nice enough to write in to our Facebook and say he missed us over the holidays, but everybody deserves a break. We take one week off a year. Thanks, everybody, for allowing us to do that. We take one week off a year. Name somebody else that does that. Nobody. John says the USFL and XFL officially announced they are merging into the United Football League. Does anyone think this will be a success in the USA? Hmm. Uh... I don't, and I'm already done. I'm already bored of the UFL. I'm bored of it. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I'm staying out of the comments with that. Do you have thoughts on the UFL? Like, I, I supported the XFL. I supported the merger. I supported everything before. They can't get out of their own way. I'm actually moving on. I'm, and we're talking about NFL things, NHL things, bowl leftovers, because they just can't figure it out. So that's, that's my thoughts. Do you have any? Yeah. The only thing I have is, is I'm, I'm curious. Um, it'll, it'll have about as much of my attention as the two leagues had previous, which was very little. But I'm curious. The one thing I think they have going for them is, you know, you need to find a way to pull people in. And the one thing I think they have going for them is they have a USFL conference now and an XFL conference. So I think there's a way to say, hey, look at, I'll probably be in the oh. XFL conference pulling for one of their teams. You know, I want the Rock to win. So that might be a way to pull me in as a rooting interest, but that's about it. We'll wait and see. They got to show me something. I feel like even that didn't work, having the Rock for the, in terms of stability. Troy in Toronto writes in, and he says, Happy New Year, Rod Squad. I hope people don't start to point fingers at specific Canadian junior players. These are kids, and it's only a game one game in their lives, they are all still great. Uh, yeah, you can look at it that way, and I'm glad that you do. My thing was Canada underperformed in this whole tournament. You don't want to name names? Uh, why not, man? They're old enough to vote. Fraser Minton played in the NHL with the Leafs this year. I watched him here in Sunrise. Where was he all tournament? Macklin Celebrini was like the only guy that did anything. And by the way, for those that didn't watch the game, Canada scored on themselves. Well, they tipped in the game-winning goal in their past their own goalie, Russo, with 11.7 seconds to go. Trust me, I know how it feels. So they, they, they weren't good. Why, is, why can't we say it? I can't go down that road of being soft. I've been on that side of the argument my whole life with junior hockey and it's other oh, just kids 
story. I saw the interview. Was it with Fraser Minton? One of them said after the game, he feels like the world's ending right now. Well, it should. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's pressure, guys. But there's a guy by the name of Connor Bedard, and I know you all aren't Connor Bedard, but he's facing massive amounts of pressure every single time he steps on the ice and he's answering the bell. You guys as a team couldn't get it done. I should probably stop. Janet, the Forest Season says, uh, our offense was non-existent and Fraser Minton was our captain and no one could tell. That's just one guy. They were largely all bad and it's a fast tournament. I broadcast it. I was the voice of Team Canada. It goes so fast that you, it's hard to make adjustments. Like Alan Latang, the head coach, when he came out after the loss to Sweden, 2 nothing, and he goes, some of our guys need to look in the mirror and ask if they're given enough. This is not the middle of November. We don't have enough time. Right? Do you know what I'm saying, Dan? That's the, that's the beauty of the tournament. But that's what's pain. We don't have time to learn the lessons. Right? So they're just kids. Why play the damn? Why would I watch then? I know. The Agree pressure on these kids. Agree or disagree? No. <coughs> Excuse me. The pressure on these kids. And, you know, when they say at the end of the game, it feels like the world is ending. I mean, you say that's how it should. And you're right. Because, you know, having some adversity and dealing with it like this, now all of a sudden we're going to go into next year in Ottawa at home and the Canadian fans aren't going to feel so good. They're going to be a little, geez, we lost out in the quarters this year. We've had some trouble. And now all of a sudden the games mean more, the wins mean more, the goals mean more, right? Once you deal with some adversity, you know, the lows make the highs, right? If there were no lows, there would be no highs. If we just rode on a straight line the whole time and we're always good, so I think this is good. This isn't the, the end of the world. It should feel bad. And uh, next year, there'll be a lot of pressure on them coming back home. Jeff Reinbold coming in next to talk about NFL officiating the uh, bowl games. Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says, losing at the World Juniors and having to face the music is part of becoming a pro. We name names all the time in the NHL. Learn how to handle that. So when you end up in a tough market, you're ready. Which, by the way, I equate... Major junior hockey and college football. Players are roughly the same age. The NIL thing is a whole other college, sorry, a whole other kettle of fish. But how about this? Just think about this is what they're saying here. Because here in South Florida, we don't need the other leagues. We've got bowl games. We've got the NFL. We've got NHL. We've got NBA. We got everything. As Serena said on the weekend, it's a sports mecca. It's awesome for guys like us. But that Orange Bowl, 63 to 3? Really? Stadium was half empty in the third quarter. Can you imagine paying $500 for that? And by the way, they're just kids. Let's not put too... I'm sorry, I can't. (laughs) Who was the coach that said, if this is too much pressure, go play intramurals? I think it was Coach Hawkins, the guy that ended up coaching in Montreal but was in uh, Colorado. Coach Reinbold, you have to clarify me on that, but... I'm sorry, I busted into a sweat here. Maybe it's because the sun came out, I'm not sure. But what about these bowl games? Now, there were some great ones. LSU's comeback in the Quest Relia Bowl in Tampa. Can't believe I remembered the name of it. Sugar Bowl and Rose Bowl were wonderful. And good 
ones, but as far as the bad ones, it is bad. It is. Do you think it's just luck of the draw, some of these luck, lopsided games, or do they need to push the transfer portal into January so these players can at least represent their teams in the bowl game? Well, and I wonder if they still would represent their teams, you know, or if they would opt out because they want to enter the transfer portal and they don't want to get hurt. Um, that's the unfortunate part of these bowl games. They don't mean as much because you've got, you know, FSU playing a quarterback who's starting for the first time in his college career. His first start's going to be in the bowl game. You know, like that's not giving me a reason to watch. I'm like, I'm going to tune in for a quarter and see if they can hang with Georgia. Nope, they can't. I'm out. See ya. You know, same with the Oregon game. Liberty had a soft schedule. We found that out in the bowl game. We thought, you know, the great record they had, the great season. The only one that was entertaining, I mean, the last two last night were the best. They were unbelievable. The only other one that got my attention uh, was the Pop-Tarts Bowl because that mascot was unbelievable. And when the Pop-Tart, the real Pop-Tart came out of the, uh, the toaster there and they were all eating it after the game, I thought yeah. that was tremendous marketing. And that had my attention. Jesse Palmer saying in the Orange Bowl, like two plays in, he's like, well, they may be backups, but doesn't mean they're bad. <laughs> he tried to sell it <laughs> for about three minutes. Okay, Moose, happy new year. Thanks. You bet. Thank you. Coach Ryan Bold's up next to talk all levels of football. When we return from Sky Sports NFL coverage, we'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. 
EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's the first show of 2024. Welcome aboard, everybody. The RP Show train. Choo-choo. We don't have Coach Reinbold yet, but that's okay because I got a lot of things to get to, and I need to set up that Dallas-Detroit situation. And if he's not with us, it'll give me time to actually do it. <clears throat> but with regards to Canada losing today in the World Junior Quarterfinal to Chessie, and they're coming home, Mark in Yorkton writes, and he says, Hi, Rod. Happy New Year. The home of Key Auto Group, by the way. He says, these kids know what they signed up for and tried out for, the pressure and associated expectations. I agree. This squad underachieved this year. I'm sorry. Not sorry. It's the only thing in Canada that has comparable pressure to the, the college football pressure that I'm now experienced and seen firsthand here. It's the only thing, aside from Canadian NHL teams and the pressure they face every day. But that's what's so special about the World Juniors. We expect as Canadians, to win it every year, and damn it, we should. At least play for a medal. And I'm not normally that guy. Maybe I'm running out of patience as I get older. But they didn't play well. And coaches' reputations are at stake in this. If you do a face plant in the World Juniors, it affects your standing as a coach. I can name several that it did. Herb is watching in Melville, and uh, he says, from watching too many eyes on the team, gripping their sticks too hard. I've watched a lot of hockey in 50 years. Yeah, we all have, Herb, and you're right. By the way, regarding that producer, former producer that wrote into this show, Clark should be particularly annoyed at this guy. Clark's our current producer. It matters what he thinks, not this guy that wrote in anonymously and said, I've been a producer in major markets. I've multiple television shows and here's what's wrong with your show you have add you guys are all over the place your sound effects are annoying hit a couple clark please how about that approved yeah he's talking about that's annoying you're annoying and he says the host he says the host is arrogant which he's right he's right on all these things but we also don't care and we didn't ask for his opinion Herb also says, it's a little of both confidence and arrogance. If, 
he was born in Saski, you would understand what we put up with from the great country of Canada. Yes, we're used to getting a shaft in Saskatchewan, and that's why I got a chip on my shoulder and always will. The end. Okay, let's bring in Coach Reinbold now. Coach, they want your take on that. You can just imagine. I'm going to start here. By the way, Happy New Year. Cowboys, Lions, the refs. Refs are pointing the finger at the players. The Lions are pointing the finger at the refs. Cowboys aren't pointing the finger at anybody. They won. What's your take on how that went down Saturday night, please? Ah, boy, I tell you, that's a tough one. Again, I I, I could sense Dan Campbell's frustration in his post-game press conference. I mean, he was, and he always is a guy that's going to wear his emotions on his sleeve, and he's not going to give you coach speak, and he did about as much as he could do without getting himself fined. And I think the same thing was true with Taylor Decker and, you know, with, with uh, you know, the rest of their players went that, you know, went in front of the uh, microphone to talk about it. It's unfortunate because obviously there was a, there was a, you know, a malfunction in the system. And, you know, um, sadly the lions, you know, lost a football game because of it. And, uh, you know, again, We'll never know the truth because, you know, everybody's going to run to cover for cover and point the finger at the other guy. And but I, I really believe that when you look at some of the footage that's come, you know, available to us, particularly the, the you know, the footage from above the Lions huddle, where basically, you know, and obviously, again, you don't have you don't have tape of what they were saying. But uh, when, when you watch the quarterback basically sh- you know, push Decker over there to, to report to the official and they have a conversation, you got to believe they're not talking about what the weather was or where they're going to, you know, eat nachos in Dallas after the game. Well, yeah, it's, it's, you've been in those situations though. I, I, that's where I got to defer to your football knowledge. They said they met before the game. Like, I believe Dan Campbell. I'm with you. He said they explained it before the game to a T. Sounds to me like you believe the Lions in this. Well, I believe I believe that the Lions practiced it. Obviously, it was a situational play that they had worked on all week, and and you know the way that uh, you know the way that the, you know there was kind of a it was a great call. I mean, it was a great call, re- really an imaginative play. And you know, you have to go through the through those kinds of scenarios with the official before the game, you know, and, and anytime you're going to use any kind of, you know, trickeration as, as it's been called, you have to make the officials aware of it so that they're not surprised when it happens and they make the bad call. I think in this situation, they did the right thing. It looked to me as, as much as we'll ever know that the Lions did the right thing and the officials just missed it. And, you know, in, in the end, this is where it gets frustrating, Rod. This is where coaches get really frustrated is because the fans want to know, right? And the fans have a right to know, but the officials are protected and that I don't think is right. There should be a full, if, if there's full accountability for Taylor Decker, if there's full accountability for Dan Campbell, then there should be full accountability for you know, the officiating group. That's my personal opinion. You sound like every coach I've ever known, and you're all right, <laughs> and it ain't going to change. <laughs> uh, no, it by isn't. the way, uh, John, yeah, go ahead, go. Not, 
No, I, I think you're exactly right. It's not going to change. And, and uh, again, and I understand to a certain degree why it doesn't change because again the 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 league has to you know they has they have to guard um, you know the the game right they have to guard the 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 processes of the game and and the officials are part of that but again it's it's unfortunate in this day and age particularly now that because there's so much information there's so many camera angles and there's so many guys with cell phones that are you know on top of the whole situation that it really <laughs> it's not a good look for the league when when these kinds of things happen and i'm talking about for any league the nfl the nhl the major league baseball cfl whoever i mean it's just a, a frustrating situation yeah, well, the, hey, I listened to Herm Edwards yesterday on ESPN Radio while I was running, and he goes, the last thing the NFL wants is us talking about officiating. They don't want it. But you know what? These refs I heard, that crew is not going to work in the playoffs. So there will be some ramifications come out of it, but it's a little too late for the Detroit Lions. But you know what? Maybe they come back and, and do it in the playoffs. Like, how much of a believer are you of the Lions' chances? Well, I, I tell you what, I thought that game was really interesting because that was a trap game for Detroit. You know, they had just come off of clinching their first, you know, divisional crown since before it was even called the NFC North. I think it's been 30 years. And you're going to Dallas, who plays extremely well at home. And, you know, the easiest thing would have been to go down there and just lay an egg, lay down. And, you know, be be still in your celebratory hangover from winning the championship, winning your divisional championship. But I was impressed with the way Campbell got his team ready to play. And I think that bodes well for the Lions going into the playoffs. Now they've got, you know, he, he mentioned today that he had a controlled fury looking ahead to the Minnesota game. Well, I think if they dust Minnesota, the Lions are going to be a tough out in the playoffs. They really, really are. And there's so many things that could happen in this last week you know, the Cowboys might be the NFC East champions. Now, who would have ever eight weeks ago thought that, Rod? When everybody had anointed the, it was going to be an Eagles, you know, uh, the Eagles were going to battle with the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I just really think that Dallas right now, and I was impressed with Dallas. And you know how I feel about Dallas. They've let me down too many times. But I, I really thought they played well at home again. And, you know, if they can get... If they win the championship in the East, they get a home they get a home playoff game, and then you know who knows. Oh uh, yeah. Well, who saw the Eagles folding and losing four games in December? It reminds me of the Ryder Hall of Famer who said to me on the phone last week, "Calgary's lucky they got in the playoffs last year. We crapped the bed." I'm like, "Yeah, but you crapped the bed. Don't be pointing the finger at Calgary." Anyways, what? I digress. John from Ben. <laughs> yeah, what? You got something on that? Yeah, I just said, who would have thought that the Ravens, now think about this, that the Ravens have to go on the road to play San Francisco and then have Miami, and you score 90-some points in two weekends against those two teams who are both going to be playoff-caliber teams. The Ravens, like, and you know the way it works. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna ride into the playoffs on an absolute high. They'll rest they'll rest Lamar this weekend, but I mean, nobody's playing better football than they are right now. And I thought they were a potential Super Bowl team because I thought they could win gritty. Because you every once and you know Rod, you watch enough football, 
when you get into playoffs, you're going to have to win one of them probably ugly, right? It's going to be bad weather. It's going to be, you know, whatever. And they've shown to me that they can win every single way that you can win, where they can win close ones like they did against Detroit. They can blow out people like they did against Miami. They can go on the road like they did against San Francisco. So you'd have to say the Ravens are, you know, the Super Bowl favorite, in my opinion. But again, yeah. how many times have we said that about a team and then they get in the playoffs and somebody knocks them off? Yeah, well, I don't think we said it about the Ravens going into the year, but they do play in a very tough division. And OBJ said on the weekend, I don't know if you saw his quote, he's like, this is the best team I've been on. And I was like, whoa, that's, that's saying something. Yeah, that is saying something because that Rams team he was on the one the Super Bowl was a good football team. I think they this this might be the most complete team he's ever played on. You know, even when you go back to that Rams team that won the Super Bowl and and uh, you know certainly you got Aaron Donald on defense, you got Von Miller on defense, you got all those guys that they had, Jalen Ramsey. But you look at this Ravens defense, and they're they're every bit as good as that Rams defense was, and offensively. Lamar sometimes, you know, he's a magician. Like, you, how in the world did he make that play, right? And um, he throws the ball so much better in this system. Their offense is so much more diversified than, it, than it's ever been. They can still run the football. They, they're big and strong, and they're physical, and, you know, they play great special teams, and, you know, they do all the little things well. I, I just really think that that's, that's the kind of teams that we've seen in the CFL win championships. And that's the one kind of teams we've seen in the NFL win championships. A great way to end it is on the Rams note. John in Vancouver writes in he, his uh, name on YouTube is Mahi May. He says, coach, what are your thoughts on Brett Maher being resigned by the Rams for the playoffs? I'm all, you know what? I'm, I am the big Brett Maher fan. He had, he had a great year for us when we had him in Hamilton. He's a great person. Um, you know, that, that's like incredibly bad, you know, got the yips that one at the end of one year for the Cowboys. And I think people kind of remember that that's how they remember him. Um, but Brett Maher has made some, you know, big kicks in his career, both in the CFL and in the NFL. And anytime you know you see a guy get a chance to come back and take one more stab at it, I think is really a, a especially when he's a good guy like Brett is. Brett is a tremendous, tremendous teammate. He's a tremendous person, and you know, really, really good quality kicker. So, you know, again, I hope I wish nothing but good things for him. And one more, Coach, it is the last weekend of the regular season. There's going to be a lot of teams resting. Uh, I don't know how you are on picks and that, but as an analyst for Sky Sports, uh, what should we be looking for this week? Because it's an odd, it's not your normal kind of week. Well, I think it's really interesting because there's so many teams that need help. They got to take care of, like, you know, Pittsburgh's still in it. Like, here we go. Like, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we'd have said they were left them for dead. They're back in it. They're, they still have a chance to go to the playoffs. Buffalo, as hot as Buffalo is, they could get knocked out of the playoffs this weekend. So I think this is exactly what the NFL wants for the last week of the season. So many teams, I think it's like nine teams still have chances to get in the playoffs. And a lot of things have got to, you know, 
Like, for example, Pittsburgh's got to win and they've got to have somebody else lose. There's a lot of that. But, hey, that's what that's what parity brings in this league. And you know how we used to there used to be dynasties. I'm not sure, Rod, if we're ever going to see true dynasties anymore. And I'm I'm sure that that is exactly what the folks at 280 Park in New York City would like to see. Yeah, you you want a different winner every year, and the unpredictability and and all the rest. Oh, man, I could talk with you, Coach, forever. Where do you th- where do you think uh, Belichick uh, ends up? I guess he addressed it today. Didn't say where he's going, but he, I guess he did chuckle about it. I think he thinks he's done in New England. What sense are you getting? I think I think that's probably true. I I know that the job that everybody's going to want, and certainly he's he's one of the ones that would want this opportunity is the chargers because of the fact you've got an elite level quarterback right away. I think he's, I think he's seen enough average quarterback play over the last three years that he, you know, he knows that that's so important. They've got the roster. They've got the best roster of all the jobs that are going to foreseeably open because we're, we're heading into the night of the long knives, you know, where there's going to be a lot of guys come next Monday morning that are going to, you know, be, calling you all and asking for him to mm. book a tra- book a truck because I'm out of here. And, you know, and, and that's the business. I don't make light of it, but that's just the business. But I think for him and for a number of guys, uh, Harbaugh included, you know, uh, and I'm not talking about uh, John, I'm talking about Jim. I think that that's a job that everybody will want. He, you know, Harbaugh played there. He was a charger once upon a time in his career and certainly has a history there, was the head coach at the University of San Diego. Um, and he'll be able, you know, I think what's really important is to get in front of the Spanos family and, and talk to him about how are you going to protect that, you know, that great young quarterback you got. How are you going to maximize his skill set? How are you going to build an offense to, to, you know, to let him just spread his wings and fly? And I think that the offensive coaches, frankly, have a have a leg up on that. You know, that's that's one of the reasons why you see so many offensive coaches hired in pro football today, because all the owners want to, you know, their number one assets, their quarterback, and they want to make sure they can protect that asset. Yeah. Well, speaking of Harbaugh, I'll be cheering for the blue now. They beat my Crimson Tide last night, but I saw the story on J.J. McCarthy. How can you not cheer for this kid? So, yeah, and I don't care about Washington. So, Coach, thank you. Uh, Happy New Year. Thanks for all you do. We'll chat with you in a week. All right. Aloha, Ron. Thank you. Take care. Thanks, Coach. The great Jeff Reinbold joining us from across the pond. We'll be right back with a sports update. we got audience takeover on the way, too. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me. 
or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. It's a gorgeous day to talk sports. They all are. And 2024 is off to a wonderful start. I'm going to tell you why. I'll let you a little peek behind the curtain. I was saying to Moose off the top of the show, and it's just you and me the rest of the way. So now's a good time to write me on the Sober Carpenter text line, 902-518-3033. Again, write it down. Put it on the fridge. On the coffee table, 902-518-3033. Or as the kids say, put it in your phone. Sober Carpenter is the sponsor of our text line. Ask for them by name, non-alcoholic craft beers at your favorite beer, wine, and spirit store. Uh, it's a great start because I was saying to Darren, we left here Friday, December 22nd, driving on the way to New Orleans from South Florida. And my back was in such bad, horrendous shape, but didn't have time to have it looked at by a chiropractor and get a massage or anything. And then it felt great for 10 days. I get back on the air today for an hour and my back screwed up again. It was great for 10 days. I said to Moose, it's my chair. It's my chair. So I changed the chair. I feel like 100 bucks. That's a good start, eh? Uh, and also, we were talking about we've had fun with this. And I would like to think we won't bring it up again. But I'll, I'll probably belabor it every day of 2024. But this former producer of major market television shows writing into us anonymously to say he just found our show on Game Plus Television. Here's some tips. Your show has ADD. It's all over the place. Your sound effects are annoying. And your host is arrogant. Right on all counts. But that's what we want. That's what we wanted it to be. Natasha writes in on the 902 line from Winnipeg. She says, Happy New Year, Rod. I missed your ADD show last week. Best part of my day is getting all the info in no particular order. How about that? Right? Here's the thing. Bro, turn your radio on. Step into the new millennium. That's what sports media is. ADD. Thanks for playing along. Anyways, Natasha says, so does the NFL not have official reviews like we do up north? See, that's the thing. And I, you know, I got to write that down. Reinbold on Cowboys. And I'm glad that you all were paying attention to that. It was the only game Saturday night in the NFL. And it was the game, the play that decided the game last minute. If Detroit... If that play stands where they catch a two-point convert, the big body caught it in the end zone, Detroit wins the game. But the officials come together and say, no, 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 that big body didn't report as an eligible receiver. Play wiped out. Dallas wins. And that's the, that's the confusion of all this. And thank you, Natasha, for being right on the bed and following that. The coaches are saying he didn't re- – sorry, the referees are saying he didn't report. Fans – are saying, oh, here's the video of it. They taped it off the television. Here's video of him reporting to the referee. Refs are still denying it. No, no, that's not what happened. 
Don't make me go down the mental health road of gaslighting, telling you something happened that didn't, or denying something happened that did. But that's sports for you. And again, as Coach Reinbold just said, he was as a coach, that's what ticks us off. You do everything right. They did everything right. They should have won the damn game. But the officials screwed up. They won't admit it. And they never will. And, I mean, I've realized that for a long time. But the coaches is very hard to live with because they get hired and fired on this stuff. But it's not going to change. It's brutal. Now, to expect that the officials don't get reprimanded, that's not right either, though, because I just read a report this morning of that particularly, I think Brad Allen's the head ref, that particular crew will not be officiating in the playoffs. So they do get disciplined. You just don't know about it, and the coaches don't know about it. Back in the day, they used to send out letters of apology. I'll never forget. <laughs> in Sask, our general manager, Alan Ford, had a stack of them on his desk. He's like, what am I supposed to do with these letters? Wallpaper the walls. Once I'm fired, I'm not even going to be able to enjoy it. I'll be gone. It's sports, man. Sucks. Speaking of sucks, Canada lost today. I guess I, I'll do a sports update. Let me do that. Placeline, Gothenburg, Sweden. St. Louis Blues prospect Jakob Stansel scored his second goal of the game with 11.7 seconds to go in the third period. And the Czech Republic beat Canada 3-2 in the quarterfinals, knocking Canada out in stunning fashion. I was going to read tonight's NHL slate, but you all know that. Oh, darn. Where did it go? I wanted to. There was an article here. Listen up, Atlanta. NHL Network Insider. Kevin Weeks. Hey, there you are. I see you live right now. Ryan O Radio on Facebook. Kevin Weeks reporting that Atlanta is leading the way to be the 33rd NHL team. And they're already building the rink. Ooh. We don't say enough that we are Atlanta's NHL show. The Rod Peterson Show on WQEE Radio in Atlanta. Paul in Humboldt writes in, he says, I got Be That One by Dan Giancola for Christmas. Thanks for introducing me to him, Rod. Or he says, RP, you're welcome. That's what we do, connect people and make miracles happen. He's the former Bills and Argos kicker who should have died. He had the Widowmaker stroke, survived it, wrote a book about it. Jeff the Stams fan says, if it's an anonymous, how do you know it's a big-time producer? Because he told us that. I like to take people at their word. Maybe that's something I'll change in the new year. Chad in Lethbridge says, just remember, Roddy, as Al Bundy would say, opinions are like belly buttons. Some stink and some don't. Busy night in the NHL, 13 games. The Oilers will attempt to win their sixth in a row when they host the Philadelphia Flyers in a rematch of the 1987 Stanley Cup Final. The Montreal Canadiens visit the Dallas Stars. The Minnesota Wild hosts the Calgary Flames. Tampa Bay Lightning visit the Winnipeg Jets. Vancouver Canucks host Ottawa. And the Maple Leafs visit the LA Kings. Sports updates brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. When an ancient power is unleashed, Aquaman must forge an uneasy alliance with an unlikely ally to protect Atlantis.
and the world from irreversible devastation starring ben affleck jason momoa dolph lundgren and nicole kinman and we're also brought to you by common crown brewing company turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience visit commoncrown.ca we'll be right back with overtime stick around everybody we're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. to go producer clark says in this segment it's overtime it's proudly brought to you by our friends at overtime hockey lanes and thank you to everybody who checked it out over the christmas holidays i guess you still got a few more days until school reconvenes overtime hockey lanes in calgary 28th street northeast it's where skill and fun collide you can go to our website. I've put a link on there to or, or google overtime hockey lanes i think it's overtimehl.ca and as it says, baseball has batting cages, golf has driving ranges. Why can't hockey have shooting lanes? That's what it is in Calgary. Just that slap shot away from the old, the old crossroads uh, flea market. I was talking with Serena. You saw my mind went somewhere. She was saying the other day when we were watching one hockey game, I think it was one World Junior game. She was like, how come the wrist shot is so prevalent? Nobody takes slap shots anymore. I don't know. But you can perfect it at Overtime Hockey Lanes. I can tell you that for free. Right, Randy? You're the hockey expert, Randy. Why does nobody take slap shots anymore? Look at Bedard. His snap shot's harder than a lot of people's slap shots. That's a fact, Jack. 902-518-3033. And I don't know what happened. I just lost all wireless here at the house. Well... That's okay. And I go out, go back in. We do have news out of the World Juniors that Dennis Bayak has officially retired, called his last game, USA beating Latvia 7-2. Man, am I glad I didn't call for that to be an upset. Don't follow me for betting advice. Darren, if you're still watching, put that on my tombstone. Don't follow me for betting advice. Four quarterfinal playoff games all played back-to-back-to-back at the World Juniors. Today's the day that they do that. There's always one upset. Well, today there were two. The very first one, Finland beating Slovakia 4-3 in overtime. And then the second one, the Czechs beating Canada 3-2. We beat, scored it ourselves, deflected it into our own net. That was an upset. And now USA beating Latvia 7-2. That was not an upset. But it was Dennis Bayak's last game. I guess Craig Button, our good friend, presented him with a jersey. Happy retirement. Denny, the pride of Beausager, Manitoba? Or is it Beausavain? Now it's back. 902-518-3033. To the, a lot of people have comments to that producer that ripped us. More so specifically me. 
I felt like if I had this right, Clark, and we can talk about it later, you and Jordan were upset and maybe a little offended by these guys' comments. You didn't find it as funny as I did. Am I right on that or wrong? <laughs> they were curious. But it had nothing to do with what you guys do and just about everything to do with what I do. Show's got ADD and the host is arrogant. Yeah. So? John in Rosetown, Sask, writes in and he says, to, uh, to the former producer, sports moves quick. Try to keep up. Rod's show is awesome, lively, and entertaining. No one's defending a thesis here. Yeah, that's right. We're not saving lives. Kirk in Toronto writes in, Kirk in Toronto, says, hi, Rod. Happy New Year. And oh, by the way, Chad Kelly is doing studio work at TSN's Toronto studio for college football. How about that? None of that surprises me. I've never met Chad Kelly, but I can tell you he's like all the greats. He's very talented, like the suitors, like the Bob Poleys for the Ryder fans watching, for the Matt Dunnigans. He can do whatever he puts his mind to. Probably plays musical instruments, Chad Kelly. But the kid... It's one of the last minute of play in the RP show. The kid had better produce next year because the CFL was kind of his last stop and his implosion in the East final was our fifth top story in the Canadian Football League in 2023, if you've noticed. So yeah, I saw it. I didn't see what he said in the coverage. I saw people saying like you, Kirk, on social media, what a great job he was doing. John also says, uh, where is it? Connor Zary is looking good for the Flames. What's up with Huberto? Last year it was Sutter. That's a lot of money for little production. Oh, well, at least Hubie snapped the 12-game uh, pointless streak the other night with a helper. But yeah, Chicago's well down the road of the rebuild while the Flames still can't decide what they want to do. We're going to talk about it all tomorrow. Noon Eastern right here, Game Plus and Key Radio. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.